Welcome to the Mind Your Heart podcast. My name is Jody. Today's episode, we are going to dive into all the reasons why you need to speak from your heart and how to do it. Let's hop into it. It was exactly six years ago that I received some of the most important advice I've ever received in regards to communication and relationships. And that was, Jody, you need to speak from your heart instead of from your head. And until that point, I didn't even know that there was a difference between the two or that I was speaking from my head. But that advice sat with me and worked on me and played inside of me until one day I was driving down the road talking to somebody and I was trying to rationalize what I was feeling and just dealing with the facts and not actually explaining how it was things were making me feel and I all of a sudden went, forget it, I'm just going to say it. And I blurted out what was in my heart at that moment, how I was feeling about the thing and I started to cry as I said it, my voice cracked, it wasn't pretty, but the other person finally got it. It was like all barriers dropped in between us and then we could get on with having a real conversation, problem solving, moving forward after that. It literally changed everything. So until that point, I didn't know there was a difference between speaking from your head and speaking from your heart. I used to be a kid who cried all the time. I called myself a professional crier. And somehow through my adult years, I had quit crying. And I didn't relate that to the fact that I had started to rationalize everything and had quit allowing myself to feel. The reason why I quit crying was because I had someone in my life that had accused me of using those tears and crying to manipulate situations. And from my perspective, that wasn't true at all. I had just cried all the time. That was how I processed. I had big emotions inside and that was how I would release them in order to get through a situation or lots of times it was empathy or feeling badly for someone else. It didn't matter. I felt everything so big. I was so sensitive and felt everything so big that I would cry to release the emotions. And I cried a lot because of it until I got that accusation. And once I got that accusation, I stopped allowing myself to cry. And the only way I could stop crying was to start rationalizing everything through my mind. And that meant that every time I spoke in order to keep those tears at bay, I would speak from my head instead of my heart. So even when I felt something or, or was sad or mad or glad or scared or angry, I would try to make logical sense of it before I would ever express it. And so I would do that just by focusing on the facts of the situation. So when you aren't letting yourself feel something, you start just looking at the facts. Okay, this is what I chose. This is what I said. This is what he said. This is what happened next. You just start looking at the facts and you disassociate from how you feel about it. And then you make decisions based on, the facts and the logical sequence of things or how you thought that things went down in your head as you turned off your emotions and then you make decisions. 
And sometimes you're probably making decisions for other people based on those facts, or you might be making decisions for yourself that affect other people. Either way, you're doing so and it comes across completely cold and callous, whether you mean it for it to be cold and callous or not. But the truth is, every time it comes from your head, and every time you're just using facts and logic instead of actually inserting your emotions and feelings into a situation, you are being cold and callous. Because the heart is where the warmth comes from. And the heart is where we all connect. And humans are hardwired for connection. But you can't connect with someone's mind the same way that the connection comes from this, from, comes from your heart. Now, why do we do it? Why do we rationalize our feelings? Well, it's a lot safer than exposing our hearts and being emotional. Um, You can always make a solid case for being logical or pragmatic so that you can feel like you're right. And that carries a lot of appeal for most people because being wrong looks like failure or being wrong hurts or opening your heart and living from your heart comes with a lot of risk, but it's safe. And if you are trying to keep yourself safe, if you are not a person who really has dealt with risk and how you want to show up for life, then there's a good chance you're not going to let yourself speak from your heart and you're going to rationalize everything through your mind. The problem is the sense of safety that you think you're getting from following your head is usually kind of an illusion. And if you look back through your past, you'll likely find that following your head never actually got you where you wanted to go. It never brought the best, biggest, best moments of your life. It doesn't bring you joy or bliss or intense happiness because you're thinking everything through all the time and and it's just making everything cold and logical. Also, the mind is a bit of a naysayer. So it serves up self-doubt and cynicism and that keeps you from adventures that could be to the, the ones that you end up cherishing most in your life. And oftentimes our thinking can get pedantic or rigid and it actually overlooks what matters most to us. And ultimately, we end up feeling unfulfilled in life. But here's the thing. When you don't speak from your heart, other people can't feel you. And they have really no idea where you stand. They don't feel your passion. They don't see that you care because you're just using facts. You're not actually following things that matter to you. They And it, it can, causes confusion about what's real for other people. And then they start to question your integrity. Or maybe they keep their distance from you because you're ultimately keeping your distance from them by not letting them into your heart. And since our basic human, one of our basic human needs is connection, and that comes from the heart, not letting the people we care about into our hearts is a recipe for disaster. And ultimately, it breaks you. So when you start letting your heart express itself, all of a sudden your relationships change and they become very real. And people connect with you because they can feel you. And they forgive you easily because they relate to 
feelings and they understand feelings and they're connected and they'll extend more trust towards you from that based on that understanding because once you start to express what's in your heart then an understanding between your two hearts starts to form and on the other side of this on the other side of learning to express your heart you find a richness of life that you've been missing and you start to feel whole and happy and happy in a way that you don't ever feel guilty for you don't ever try to talk yourself out of you don't ever stop yourself from because it's it's a whole feeling of completeness because you are honoring what's in your heart and expressing what's in your heart so you might be wondering okay how do I speak from my heart? And I've created a little guideline for you, but the truth is it's probably something you're going to have to learn how to experience on your own. The more you do it, the better you get. But I'm going to give you some steps in order to get you started. So the first one is that you need to tune in to your heart. So listen first and listen openly to what your heart is saying. Tune into it. You can't connect with your heart when your brain is busy formulating a response or going through the facts or trying to make it all logical. So stop listening to the story in your head and start just tuning in to how you're feeling. Number two, you want to strike a heart and emotional balance. So Speaking from your heart doesn't mean just reacting to your emotions and reacting to your to how you're feeling in that moment. So your soul wants to feel good. That's actually a human thing. We want to be happy. We want to feel good. And emotions are always temporary. So just consider that before making a reactive response to every emotion. Give it some time. Let your emotions come to neutral. And then number three figure out what it is that you want. Now, this is not something we are always taught and you have to actually work at figuring out what you want. And sometimes getting clarity on that is really, really tough. Often it's really, really tough. The only time having clarity on what you want is easy is when you're in a familiar situation and or a new situation that's familiar to you. So some you've been here before and you have already in the past decided what you want and then you can openly express it now in this new situation because you've been here before. But until then, it takes some soul searching to figure out what you want. And once you get that dialed in, what it is that you actually truly deep down want, then you have to be clear about that while communicating it. Because if you try to communicate it in a roundabout way and you're kind of dancing around the subject and you're being kind of cautious about it, you're not going to get your point across because nobody else has time to decode what it is that you're trying to say. People hear your words and watch your actions. So choose those words wisely, but just say what you have to say clearly because now you've dialed it in your own mind and then follow through on that. Number four, you need to know that your words matter. 
big. They matter a lot. Words are everything and they have so much power. Now you can't control how the words you speak will be received on the other end. And if the other person is going through a bunch of emotional turmoil, or they're really attached to something or they're struggling with their trigger responses, they're going to to probably filter that through those triggers or their through their own trauma. And it's possible you might have to say it a few times. So don't get hung up on that because you can't control how the words you, you speak are received. But do your best to make sure they're aligned with what's in your heart. You know what's wrong and right for you. You know that in your heart and no one else can possibly walk in your shoes. So you always know where you stand with yourself. So just speak in a way that honors that. And the more clear you can be, the better it's going to be received by the other person. But sometimes it takes a few tries because the other person has their own experience going on too. And so just be patient with that. Keep expressing it in a different way. Keep expressing it as your understanding unfolds. Keep expressing it as the layers of the onion start to unravel until both of you are on the same page and you're still being true to what's in your heart. Number five, just take responsibility for your experience first. So there, there really are only two emotions at the root and at the core of everything and all other emotions, and those are fear and love. So love is always pretty easy to understand because we are hardwired to want love, to give love, to receive love, to be in love. Love is is a big deal for us. So we kind of always know when we're there because it always feels good. So if you're not in love or if you are starting to de- deny yourself of love or, or something has crept up that has made you angry or has made you um, feel like you don't belong, or if you've fallen into shame, or if you've fallen into grief or despair, or anything else that isn't love or joy or bliss, then the root of that is always fear. So you need to figure out what you're afraid of and take responsibility for that. Now, it can be a few layers deep because anger doesn't always show itself as fear. Neither does grief, neither does pride or ego or even sadness. They don't always show up as fear. So you have to get really deep in order to find out what's really driving that emotion. So just start with the first feeling that you're feeling, which is sometimes even that in itself is hard to really dial in and understand because we don't talk a lot about emotional intelligence in everyday life. And so learning your emotional acuity is something that you have to explore continuously forever and understanding, okay, this is what rejection feels like. This is what abandonment feels like. This is what anguish feels like. Just this is wonder, joy, awe, like what is the difference between all of them? And how do we understand and know when we're feeling them? So you have to explore each one on its own in order to know when it pops up. And then go deeper and deeper and deeper until you figure out what it is you're really afraid of. What is the truth? And why are you angry right now? What is the fear that's driving it? Why are you sad right now? What's the fear that's driving it? Why are you depressed? Why are you in despair? What is the fear that's driving it? So take responsibility for that experience first. And then share that when you're speaking from your heart. Okay, this is the real truth. This is what I'm really afraid of. 
and share that. And it's going to come from your heart. And that's what's going to build connection. So let's just talk about those five things. I'm just going to run over them one more time for you. Step number one, tune in to your feelings. Listen first and listen openly. Step number two, strike a heart and emotional balance. Don't just react to your first emotion. Wait until you're neutral. Number three, tune in to what you really, really want. Like what you, what do you want? Understand that and get clear on it and then communicate it. Number four, your words matter. So find a way to express yourself as clearly as you can in a way that honors your heart. And number five is take responsibility for your experience first. What is the fear driving the emotion or is it love? So those are the two emotions we have, fear and love. What's the fear driving the other emotion or is it love? And then share that with the other person, the deepest of that your experience and how you're feeling. And that's going to be coming from your heart. And as Ram Das, the famous poet said, the quieter you become, the more you can hear. Because while the heart knows what to do, the mind thinks it knows what to do. And then it's not sure, and then it is sure, and then it's not sure again, it goes back and forth between I should or I shouldn't. And anytime you're caught in that internal conflict, then you can know that it's actually your head speaking and not your heart. So the heart, it operates in contraction and expansion. So contraction is when our body tenses up and we may feel short of breath or our chest will feel tight. And expansion makes us feel lighter and we can breathe deep and breathe better like a weight has been lifted off of our shoulders. And sometimes, sometimes, following or expressing your heart makes you feel a little bit scared because sometimes it involves making a huge life change. But when you're trying to make an ultimate decision, you'll notice that one decision feels stifling and suffocating and limiting and one will feel maybe like anxious excitement. So it's important that we're able to decipher which is which and excitement about the future is always a good sign and a decision that something's coming from your heart. So I just wanted to share that one last little bit of information with you and hope that from here on in, whenever you're speaking, that you're sharing what's coming from your heart and not trying to constantly rationalize it with your mind. Because the truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, it's going to be these heart conversations that heal us and save us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. I appreciate you here, as always. Take care, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Mind Your Heart podcast. If you loved this podcast, then please screenshot it and post it to Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post stuff. And be sure you tag me and let me know why you liked this episode and what you would like to hear in the future. That will help me know what to create for you.